0: Thank you, worship team. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> hmm. uh, hey, spirit of wisdom and spirit of revelation, would you come and help us? Would you just... Would you come and rest on us? Wisdom, would you just come and bring insight? Oh. And Revelation, would you come and, and sh- let us see things we've never seen and let us hear things we've never heard? Can you just go ahead and just put your hands on your belly? Just put your hands on your belly. You just might as well go ahead and let him touch you now <laughs> just 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 let him come and knock you out so you can just receive whatever he wants to do to you tonight. <laughs> hey, Holy Spirit. Today's the day that we marked, that you, you come burning into this earth to rest on your body. And so we just want to talk about you tonight. So even now, would you just be, begin to come and rest on your people and to refill your people? So, <laughs> you know, we 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 sing things like "Break Through, Holy Spirit," break break in, and we see things. We sing things like He doesn't want to. And I love those songs. I love any song that has to do with hunger and heaven. Understands the language of hunger over the language of the English words we use. Heaven understands the language of hunger over the language of theology. Heaven responds to hunger because heaven is hungrier for you than you are for them. See, we mark today as is the day of Pentecost, and I just, I just, uh, I want to tell the story of Holy Spirit for a little while tonight. Amen. About 18 months ago, he he took me into this season of an encounter, and he just revealed himself to me in ways that I never imagined, and him to be. And then he began to do this thing with me where he began to take me through the Word from from Genesis through the Gospels. And he showed me where he was in each story. And it was like a movie that he would play with me, play in front of me, where I would see what he was doing and how he was working in each of those situations. And anymore, I really have a hard time preaching anything else but other than just telling his story because he comes where he's known and acknowledged in the kingdom whatever you acknowledge increases whatever you value grows and and we we uh, Guys, Jesus went to heaven 2,000 years ago and said, it's finished, I'm going to intercede for you. But we know more about him than we do the very God who lives inside of our bellies now. And this one, this one, this one named wonderful Holy Spirit If he was made out of something, he is made out of communion, and he's made out of intimacy. His his very substance, his very being hinges around coming and resting in us. See, because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Father was seated on the throne. And it says, and the earth became without form and void. But where was Holy Spirit? He, 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 he was so excited about what the Father was getting ready to do that he rushed on ahead and was just hovering over this mess. The Father is, is not even done creating. And this one who longs for intimacy has run into the earth and he's hovering. That word hover there means to, to tremble with suppressed power and excitement. He was hovering over the face of the deep because he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew that the Father was getting ready to create a place for him to walk in intimacy with something brand new. See, he so desires you that he ran on ahead. And can you see him? Can you see him? His excitement as the Father reaches down and picks up some red dirt. Do you know Adam just means red dirt? And he forms this thing that he's going to call man. And see, this is your original design because after he formed a carrier, he bent down and he went. Your original design is for you to only live when Holy Spirit is in residence inside of you. He's not an option. He is not an add on to the Trinity. He's the only reason that we move and have life. Original design is for you to be filled. With the very breath of God. This part of God that that he held so close to himself. The most intimate, the deepest part of God. This very breath is what he released instantly into his creation. Man walked with Holy Spirit in the garden. We don't know how long. You know, we read the story and you think, you know, maybe they're there, there for a day or two and then fail. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. Adam and Eve may have walked in the garden with the Holy Spirit for a million years. We don't know. But see, then came the ultimate betrayal, and we think it was rebellion against God, and it wasn't. And it's still the ultimate betrayal. It's because creation decided they wanted knowledge and authority over intimacy. If you eat of this, I'll open your eyes and you'll see and you'll have authority like God. Do you understand that anytime, anytime that we choose knowledge, anytime we choose even authority in the kingdom over just intimacy with him, we are betraying original intent and design. They walked with him. And, and this one, this one who longs, this one who longs to inhabit his people, huh, had to withdraw himself from the, 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 the objects of his affection. I watched, I watched as he showed me, as he began to take me through the words. <laughs> Along would come someone called a prophet. <laughs> And he would get to go visit them so they could prophesy. Because under the old covenant, he could only rest upon a priest, a king, or a prophet. And only for a specific task. But there was no place of abiding with his creation. He longed to be with his people. He would get so excited when when, when a prophet would stand up and he could come and rest on them. I'm sure he loved David and Isaiah the most because they prophesied the most. He would get so excited about coming to visit his people the signs and wonders that we're still waiting to see would just happen because he was like, yes! This is the only way you can know me right now is to see what I do. I watched as this God, this God who so longed to be with his creation did what a God should never do. And then this God said, hey, 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 I've got to stay on this planet with you. So this God told them, build me a box. Because he so longs to be with you that the God of the universe Stepped into a box just so he could be on the same planet with his people. At least once a year, a high priest could come in and see him face to face. Do you understand? Do you understand? God stepped into a box. I watched, I watched, I watched as he showed me throughout history that, 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 that the time was coming. And he began to get real excited. <laughs> because a, a, a fullness of time was coming. A fullness of time was coming when, when, when he wasn't going to be contained in a box anymore. A fullness of time was coming where there was one who was coming that he could rest on and feel and inhabit and walk in perfect communion with. This time was coming when the prince of heaven was going to enter the earth through the womb of a 14-year-old girl so that Holy Spirit could rest on him. Can you see? Can you see him? Can you see his excitement as he's waiting for the day that Jesus was going to be born? Can you see his excitement as Jesus was growing up and the time was coming, the time was coming, the time was coming? Until one day, Jesus starts walking towards the muddy river. (laughs) I see him trembling with suppressed power and excitement. Jesus was walking towards the muddy river and he saw his cousin named John and said, hey, John, what's up? Baptize me. John said, no, 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 you got to baptize me. Or Jesus said, no, 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 you got to baptize me. And John said, no, can't do it. He said, oh, yeah, it's needful. (laughs) Because there's one that's trembling. It's needful. There's one that's waiting. Now, the Bible says that Holy Spirit got so excited about this that, 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 that when Jesus come up out of the water, that his entry to come and rest on this man tore the heavens in half. Yeah. That his entry to come and rest in intimacy tore the heavens in half. And I can't, I've searched this book, I've, I've searched it many times. I can't find where God ever put them back together again. You live under an open heaven. Because he ripped them apart. He fell on him like a dove. Because here it was one. That would show the world what it looked like when a man carried God. Now, see, we forget, we forget, we think Jesus did his miracles because he was Jesus. And that's not what the Bible teaches. You understand that, right? He did not do his miracles as God. He did them as a man fully surrendered to walking in relationship with Holy Spirit. He didn't do a miracle until what? Holy Spirit fell on him. That's why Acts 10, 38 says, you know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went about doing good, healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil because God had anointed him. Amen. Two times in that one verse, it gives you the because why. He begins it and ends that, that little, those few little words there with the word Because. Huh. this is a fun part of the movie <laughs> I began to watch Jesus be walking down the street <laughs> and avoid th- that voice that voice Holy Spirit's voice would say hey Jesus you see that lame one over there when I fall on the day of Pentecost I want him to dance like a drunken man like the other ones. Let's go take care of that. (laughs) Jesus would walk by a blind man. The Holy Spirit would say, hey, hey, Jesus. See that blind one? When I come like tongues of fire, I want him to be able to see me too. Let's go take care of that. Jesus walking by a funeral. Hey, Jesus! I don't fall on dead things. And the day's coming when I'm gonna come on them like I'm on you right now. So let's go take care of that. Do you feel impressive in it? Do you feel the weight? Oh, Holy Spirit, come more. Come more. Touch your people more. <sighs> wow. Ha. Ha. <laughs> Those were fun parts. And then I noticed for a few days that he quit showing up and talking to me about it. And I knew why, because I knew, I knew the part we were getting to. And he was waiting on me to ask him, until finally I, I got the courage and I said, Hey, Holy Spirit, where were you during the crucifixion? And instantly he took me and showed me. The perfect lamb, battered and beaten, beyond description. And here was this one. The Passion Translation calls him the wrap around God. (sighs) Wrapped around him with his face pressed to his face. Listen to me. He was saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. But if you'll let me go, I will come on all of them the way that I have been on you. If you'll let me go, see, because they couldn't take his life. Do you understand that? They couldn't take his life because the wraparound one was right there. And I heard these words. He looked at him and said, go, it's finished. And instantly the word opened up to me and I saw something I'd never seen before. And it says, and Jesus gave up the spirit. That's why he's your baptizer in the Holy Ghost. Ho! Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. <laughs> and Jesus gave up the Spirit. And instantly I saw. Huh? Him standing at that curtain that he had them designed to keep him separated from him. And he put his hands on the top of it. And he tore that from the top to the bottom. And he stepped out of the box. And it says that the graves in Jerusalem burst open. And many that were dead began to walk around the city because he came onto the scene. I could see him. I could see him waiting for the third day. He knew what he was going to do. Waiting on the third day. Waiting on the third day. Trembling. Father, is it time yet? No. I'm pretty sure Holy Spirit's like a prophet. He has no sense of time. Father, is it time yet? No. It's got to be three days. It's been 10 minutes. <laughs> can, I go to, can I just go back to Jerusalem and wake up some more of the dead ones? <sighs> if I can't go to him now, can I just go to some, some of the other ones? Let me go to Uncle Henry. The third day come, uh, like a flash of lightning, blasted death out of Jesus' body. And then probably the worst 50 days of his existence came. that's why the book of Acts records this way and when the day of Pentecost had fully come (laughs) when it was finally there see they were together together in one place because he began to speak to them and say hey I need you to go here because as much as I want to fall and as much as it has been written I need the agreement of men on the earth to call me in He only comes where he's acknowledged and wanted. The plan of God from eons past. Jesus was going to come into the earth, but God had to have a Simeon in the temple. He had to have a prophetess in the temple calling in Messiah. That's called co-laboring with heaven. Can you see him? The day of Pentecost had fully come. Huh, ah, this flame of fire that had been on one. This, this, this flame, that, this, this pillar of fire that had led them through the desert. This pillar of fire that appeared before prophets. This pillar of fire who, who, who had come and fell on Jesus. This pillar of fire who was one came to a people that were hungry for him. And he became many so that there was a flame for every head. And we think we have to beg him. Listen, listen to me. You are the only place he has. Now some of you are looking at me like, huh? No, 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 no. Read your Bible. Do you not know that your bodies are the very temple... Of the Holy Spirit. You are the only place he has. Listen to me. We fight and struggle to get into the secret place. You are his secret place. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We, 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 we say, oh, we sing, take me into the holy of holies. We sing all these wonderful songs. He is singing that over you. Your belly is His holy place. He is the one that is given to mankind. Paul said it this way, do you not know that now the community of the Holy Spirit belongs to you? The one, the one, the one who had been the Father's breath, the deepest part of God has been released to mankind. Huh. And he longs to take you over. He longs to fill you. He longs to rest on you. But more than anything, he longs to walk in communion and intimacy with you because he decided that was going to be his purpose. Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered? The Father revealed himself with a name, a personal name. Jehovah Yahweh Elohim El Shaddai Jesus was revealed to us through personal name Jesus Emmanuel Have you ever wondered Holy Spirit's only revealed to us through a description Because his name huh, is Rach Hariyaka Holy wind, holy breath. The word holy simply means something that is set apart for just one purpose. Something that is set apart where its use isn't for anything else. He, this one, this glorious one, the very breath of God decided that his purpose was going to be to fill his people. And it's the only thing that he was going to set himself apart to do. He longs for you. He woos you. He pursues you. You are his great desire. You are all he has. He wants to come and rest on you tonight. He wants to touch his people. He wants to bring insight and an unveiling into your life of how great his desire to walk in intimacy with you is. He wants to open eyes to what it means to walk in friendship with him. He wants to come and teach his people how to walk with him in the exact same way that Jesus walked with him. Because the Bible says he will not speak of his own account, but he will remind us of how Jesus moved and how he walked His purpose is to remind us ah, how wonderful self-teaching <laughs> What a beautiful plan Just 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 stand up where you are for a minute. Just stand up where you are for a minute. It's just eight. That ain't bad. <laughs> Put your hands back on your belly. Listen, he comes where he is known and wanted. Some, some, One group of disciples ran into another group of disciples, and they said, hey, cool, what baptism you got? You got the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Well, no, we didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. We just have the baptism of John. We, we, we've just been saved. But we didn't know there was a Holy Spirit. And they said, oh, let me tell you about this Holy Spirit. And what happened instantly? Boom. Because he doesn't come where he's not known. Or desired. See, our, our, our job is to really simply don't resist them and don't quench them. See, we think that means, you know, well, all oh, the Baptists do that because they don't believe in tongues. No, that's, that's not what it means. This is what it means, that when he comes and he just begins to touch us, we don't lean into him. See, some of you wonder, well, how do I have experiences? How do these people have these experiences with God? It's just real easy. Lean into it. When the smallest, when the smallest breath, when the smallest nudging of his presence touches us, we stop and we act like... The greatest thing in the world just happened because what you celebrate in the kingdom increases, but what you resist will be withdrawn from you. See, we are steward, that's what it means to steward the heavenly. Do you understand? God has called you to be a steward of His presence in the earth, and we do that just by letting Him touch us. We do that that if that 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 that, that if joy just starts to touch us, we don't say, Oh no, I can't laugh. (laughs) Grieve not the Holy Spirit. We do that by by, by trying to contain ourselves. (sighs) Trying to be good Canadians. Oh, trust me, y'all got, y'all got it going on. You should go to Holland and try to preach. Them Dutch are way worse. <laughs> you can preach your guts out, and they're all sitting there. I mean, literally, some churches, they eat sandwiches while you're preaching. And you are like, that was the worst thing, God. Why do you make me do it? Why do you hate me, God? And the people start coming up. No, Service we've ever been in, you see, see what God did. Like really? Because <laughs> I don't even think He was there. <laughs> he left and said, "You go take care of that one." <laughs> see, you want encounters with Him. You want you want His presence. You want to be a carrier of His presence. You want to fulfill. Is his actual call in your life to release him wherever you go? You simply do that by letting him touch you. You simply do that, the the, the smallest nudge, you lean into it. If one drop of rain falls, what's it doing? It's raining. But see, we 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 don't get this thing right. We think we think we're waiting on a deluge. We're waiting on what we call an outpouring. We're waiting on him to sovereignly kick away into our lives when he is asking us to co-labor and to long for him as much as he longs for us. And that's why we're not seeing a deluge. That's why we're not seeing downpourings and just sovereign we think he's just gonna fall and save a city. No, 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 no. We're going to let Him touch us. We're going to let Him feel us. We're going to let Him rest on us and cooperate with whatever it is He's doing until a city can't help but fall on His face before Him. See, you bring the kingdom by letting the kingdom touch you.